You're listening to the Modern Producer Podcast, expert talk on livestock housing and animal husbandry. Get ready for today's episode. Well, here we are on another Modern Producer Podcast, and Kevin and I are going to chat or BS or whatever you want to say. We've got a, got a damn good show for you today. We haven't even done this show, but we got a damn good show for you today. I'm certain of it. But first, we should probably pay some bills. And, and uh, this is going to be for me. Kevin can chime in as much as he wants. I, uh, as, as most of you know, of course, and you should know anyway, I'd hope, that uh, we work for New Standard. We, we are kind of running a couple different uh, branches. And, uh, and we, we have some fun with this. And quite honestly, we're really blessed that we're able to do this, but we do want to plug ourselves a little bit, if nothing else, um, that uh, in one respect, uh, New Standard has uh, set us up really well to be able to do this, but New Standard is set up really well because of the wonderful customers we have. So as a whole, just a a great thing for us. We really enjoyed, we really appreciate what we do. We appreciate our customers and, uh, and uh, figured I should just get that out there. Uh, And I, and just to see, uh, just to see who's listening, see who wants to actually engage. Um, We're always looking for feedback on things we could talk about other than just sitting down and talking about, you know, what we come up with. Uh, So we're going to put this out there. We just got some really new, uh, uh, nice cool hats made up here and uh, so for the first five guys that contact us whether you email or or send a carrier pigeon if that's your style or or just send us a text contact Kevin or myself and let us know that you uh, that you're listening and that you'd like a hat the first five guys will send out a hat wherever you may be so that's my version of paying the bills I don't know hey how's it going today Kevin Paying the bills by giving things away. Yeah, well, I, think I just want keep him to call a closer me. eye on you. I just want him to call me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that lonely. I just like hearing from guys. Yeah, no, we did get some uh, some decent feedback from the, the last batch of sitting down and virtually drinking a beer podcast. So thought we'd repeat that. Obviously, yeah, as you mentioned, any ideas or uh, subjects that guys would actually want us to cover because we might know something about it or they're just curious about our opinion or they want to put us to task and say, here, figure that out or find someone who can talk about that. Obviously, we're always open to uh, to those kind of feedback or suggestions as well. We certainly invite those, but uh, I guess if we're going to do this this properly, we have to uh, oh, do that. I was, wondering, I, was, I was wondering when that was coming, given that uh, we've had guys say that. I had a guy call me the other day. Uh, oh, there you go, Jake. You get yours open too. Nice to get the uh, the guy recording it uh, in on the game. I had a guy call me yesterday. Say, hey, if we're going to talk, can we crack a beer virtually? And I'm like, well, I'm driving, so no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and and uh, and I know I'd explained it to you earlier, Kevin. Uh, but uh, apologies to anybody else who never uh, uh, has seen the Hodge twins before. If you want to know what that intro right at the beginning was all about, go and you can go and figure it out. I just have too much fun. So <clears throat> anyway, yes, we are getting together just for another virtual beer uh, 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 with brothers because uh, the, the news is, I guess, current enough. Yesterday, Canada announced that they're not opening the borders up. So unless I get a little bit creative with my reasoning, it's going to be difficult for me to get up and see the family anytime soon. So a beer it is. A beer it is. Yep. 
So what's going uh, on well, we'll make it through. We won't. We don't need to spend a whole pile of time on where the world's at. Everybody's living their own version of it, right? They don't oh. need ours. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, yeah, we're not. We're not even going to go there. But uh, but how's life in uh, in uh, the Great White North? I, I actually have you guys seen? Yeah, snow Great up White. It is uh, well enough to you know open your eyes and say yeah if you've got anything left outside your yard needs winterizing it's time to get it done we always know it's coming but uh this morning as i toddled out to the uh the hot tub before sun came up there was a few snowflakes hitting me in the head and i went well why am i out here and then a few minutes later when i sunk myself into that water i went right that's why i'm here <laughs> so it's a it's a fun experience snow on the head and warm water on the back it's a good way to start the day Actually, it was. We did get some uh, flurries here. This this was the first time this morning. I was uh, driving south of town, and uh, south of Sioux Falls, that is. And yeah, there was a, a real thin, narrow band of uh, snow first, and then sleet, which of course um, triggered somebody, a friend of mine, uh, sent me a. a gr- I was I was in on a group text because they saw three snowflakes today. The Christmas tree went up this afternoon. That's their rules. Either November 1st or the first really? snow, the tree goes up. So today the tree went up. That's too early. Uh, I hope I, I hope it's a fake tree, which I would never do anyway, but uh, you're not going to have a tree by Christmas if it's a real one. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's just a fake one. But out come the decorations. Oh, uh, yeah, not, not for me. That, that wait's still end of November. <laughs> well, that is, that is, I mean, in a completely, if we're talking over beers and that's a reminiscing thing, that used to be a family thing with, with, uh, when we were kids, we'd go and hunt for the ideal tree on the last Sunday in November every year. That, yeah. That was, I don't know if maybe your mother, uh, still does that, but I have. Oh, I'm that. pretty sure. Yeah. If, if not specifically that Sunday in and around that time, for sure, go get for the houses, the church and, I think the last few years she's actually got five or six trees because as much as she might be up in years herself, she doesn't admit it just like we don't. And uh, she goes and gets trees for people who can't go get their own anymore. Oh, so she, <laughs> she, she's looking after the old people, this uh, 70-something-year-old mother. And that's exactly how she puts it. Oh, i gotta got to take care of the older people or the old people. And, and that's where my daughter likes to have a laugh when she hears her say stuff like that. She'll go, Grandma does know she's old, right? And, uh, well... No, she'll figure that out eventually, though. <laughs> Move that back one generation, and your grandmother and my grandmother used to say, say the same thing. We, she was in that assisted living, mm-hmm. and she was always talking about helping the old people in the assisted living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she was 80-some years old. Yes. So, anything else new going on up there? No, not a whole pile. Just plugging along, and uh, yeah, weather is changing, but so be it. We know it comes every year, and yet somehow we still manage to be surprised that it's here. Any? I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard of anything major from you lately. But has anybody got projects that should be farther along, but are now they're worried about trying to get it um, with the lid on before the snow flies? No, I don't think there's been any major delays in that way. Um, our biggest delay has been a couple of different projects where delivering some equipment and decided to just park itself in Montreal or Halifax for a while and the rail wasn't moving but we haven't haven't held up any projects or, or anything it was all pre-ordered uh, enough and there's still construction and good. nothing I've heard from guys saying oh, we're we're in trouble here um, 
And just because there was a few snowflakes today doesn't mean we don't we could we could easily have a nice another nice month yet. Uh, we could also be under a foot of snow in a week. We really don't know. Sure. We, as you know, of course, we're working on that uh, 2400 cell barn. Just well, wonderful thing for me. It's only 30 miles west of Sioux Falls, so I actually can be in my yeah. That's a, that's an unusual one to, to be that yeah, close. No yeah, but we've actually. I mean, it's. It, um, it's been kind of nice. We had all of our NEDAP land before the trusses went up and actually most of the fans that we're putting in have shown up as well. So we've got all that staged inside the barn before we even had to put the uh, roof on. Now the contractors are a little bit frustrated with us, but I'm just loving it because I don't have to haul that all yeah. three foot wide door now. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful yeah, thing. I sent out a sent out a load last week to a project we're working on in Ontario and same thing the equipment landed and that week they were going to be swinging trusses so lo and behold all my stuff got to go in and get in everybody's way before and be out of the weather so it's uh, it's a good thing to know that yeah the weather can happen what it's going to happen now the stuff's on site and and protected and they can work with it yeah no I I told the guy I said I left it all on pellets when it comes time to put the ceiling up I'll gladly come and roll it all out of your way um, because I'd yeah. much rather have it under that roof than, than have to haul it through the wall Exactly. Easy enough to stage it off in, in one room or off in the corner and then uh, move it over as required and then haul it all through and down a hall or yeah. through a fan hole or a doorway. Now, the only concern, of course, we have is, you know, if you've ever watched, especially down here with the Hispanic framing <laughs> crews, which are just, they're amazing at how good they are, but they, they like to throw uh, strapping and, and bracing uh, boards up into the trusses for the guys who are nailing them in place. So there's always one or two that come flying. <laughs> back down when they miss hopefully it doesn't land yeah that would make a nice projectile on the way down too yeah yeah but let's let's hope as long as they're not doing you the not as long as they're not doing you the cleanup favor that i've had some guys do for me up here where they're cleaning up stuff that they don't know about so it ends up in the uh the dumpster and then later you're going i know it was here and you go dumpster diving and you you find your parts down in the bottom of the, the dumpster going, well, thanks for cleaning up, guys. But if you don't know what it is, don't just throw it away. <laughs> no, what we did, Ben was out there receiving most of the stuff and counting it out and anything in small boxes or any electronics, anything that wasn't a big full box was handed off to the electrician guys so they could keep it in their warehouse. Um just to protect yeah, it. Someone's responsible for it then. Yeah. And when we check it off like that and hand it off, if they come back in two months and say you can't find it, okay. I'll get no, you look again. Yeah, look again, or I'll order yeah. a new one. It's, uh, but it was there. But no, that actually yeah. kind of brings up uh, like that that Golden View project, that twenty four hundred cells that we're working on, kind of a fun one. But it's actually um, made me realize and and how much. Um, new stuff uh, as far as product lines we've picked up this year. It's uh, I, we, you and I have been talking about it a bit. I know you've had um, you've spent some time with your guys putting together a full line catalog, but we started making. Yeah, we've expanded, I guess, enough in that way, and uh, that we we put together a catalog. So if you don't have a copy yet, obviously you can just contact us. We'll make sure we've been slowly making sure we can pass them out, but that gets a little tough when we're not allowed to travel as, as much as normal. Are you guys um, getting but if anybody wants one, now? certainly let us know. Are you guys restricted? Is your travel getting restricted again? Not not in that way so much as it just, be it biosecurity, lately it's been harvest, guys are busy. Um, 
at different times as as different areas kind of ah you know what maybe best not to visit there's there's been some slowdowns it's certainly not a, a full on a lockdown sit at home kind of a thing sure um, but just timing more than anything yeah the the harvest is pretty much done um, you know the late stuff the corn and whatever sunflowers but the rest of it's pretty much done now but that's been you know what it's like when they're focusing on that you focus on that you don't uh, don't have a guy down just to visit and have coffee right you get to work and, and we get that you know that uh, um, the, the, I had sent you that video of that uh, Eagle Creek Saskatchewan uh, harvest uh, parade roundup, which mm-hmm. um, it's kind of cool. I wish uh, it would be nice if the, if more of the colonies down in the Dakotas did this harvest parade, but it's I know it's more difficult with the way harvest closes out here. That video is actually blown up again just yesterday is the craziest thing somebody in Quebec found it and started sharing it and um, it's been all over Quebec in the last 24 hours it's just crazy how many people get excited about that video uh, just to see a bunch of combines and tractors and everything rolling through the yard seems to catch everybody yeah no, well that was that's quite the show a uh, whole lot of dollars rolling on wheels there too uh, obviously but yeah who uh, who doesn't like seeing a success story and that involves big equipment, right? <laughs> it makes everybody smile. Everybody <laughs> likes big equipment. Doesn't matter what your gender uh, or your age is. Everybody just likes big equipment. Yeah. So yeah, back to that new equipment uh, stuff. Um, and I'd mentioned that. Um, even uh, Munters being one of the big names now has been. Uh, it's not exactly new per se, but we've been selling more and more of that. Uh, those Munters, especially with the Munters Drive, it's proven to be quite a, a popular uh, fan. And, and to be honest, I, I do like the support behind it. We've had um, uh, you know, a few different projects uh, out there. Um, using these bigger fans uh, for tunnel barns or even now at Golden View for just regular ventilation. Um, And we had, you know, like everything else, nothing's perfect. We've had one or two small issues and they stand right behind it. It's been actually really good to see the support we're getting on that. So uh, as far as uh, new equipment uh, that came up, just uh, like we just brought it up here, uh, that Munters fans has been a really nice addition to our, our product offering. Um, yeah, well, that's what I've kind of been, you know, even if you mentally look back going to even how it happened or, or how the majority of these have happened is a, uh, is a validating thing. Um, a lot of the product lines we now carry, they're obviously not even necessarily new to the industry. Um, some of them are, some of them aren't. But how a lot of it's came about is we're obviously always looking and keeping our eyes open here to the ground, as it were, for new ideas, new products, and go out there looking for them. But there's also been a fair bit in the past, I don't know, maybe year or whatever, where we've actually been approached by companies going, hey, we see what you guys are doing out in the industry. Would you consider carrying our product lines? Um, Be that because they want a better distribution network or they don't have an existing one. In some cases, it's literally, they make it clear, uh, our existing dealers are are not supporting our products the way we would like, so we want to change. So we've, yeah, it's, it's interesting that not only looking for things has been successful, it's been apparently whatever 
we've been doing out there is catching a few of these guys that they're contacting us and going, would you consider adding us to your product line? Or uh, so. And I, and it, uh, I've got that feedback even from Munters a bit uh, that they, that they like how we stand behind our product and 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 actually help the customers resolve issues. Apparently, that's. It was a bit of a surprise, or just unusual enough that they brought it up. So that surprised yeah, me that we had it was talked about the, the fusion control being one of the things that we had picked up uh, a while back. Um, we're a short time dealer up here in Canada now, um, mm-hmm. picking up the uh, support and, and partnering with ProSort Auto Sort Scales. Flooring again, not a new name, maybe a new name to, to some guys. Uh, German made flooring. Um, even we've done other podcasts or, or possibly even blogs about lighting and had our eye out for a, a good light for the industry. Um, we'll be doing a, an official rollout, I guess, here in the next couple of weeks. But uh, as a bit of a teaser, yeah, we're, we're picking up the overdrive lighting um, line, which again, that's. Good quality product, but also interesting how they reach out to us going, we, we have heard and seen what you do and that you're interested in lights. How about ours, right? And and yeah, when, when they're approaching you, that's a bit of a validation as well of what we're doing is being noticed by by the guys making these things too. Yep. Yeah, down down here, it's uh, you. You'd mentioned the Mick flooring. I guess we haven't uh, done the Mick, although we've worked in some projects that have Mick. It's been different suppliers. Uh, the Golden View one, I think, the, in that one, it'll be the nursery. Is this small little GDU nursery on there is going to be double L flooring? Actually, uh, pretty decent. Uh, and I like how it, it sets up. And then the um, in the Fairwing, it's going to be a Noyan uh, coated flooring with with cast iron for the sows. Um, and that was that's that's been a pretty good uh, addition to our line. Well, we've sold it before, but that's been uh, sort of something we've been focusing on a bit more. I think one of the the most I, I wouldn't say unique ones, but it kind of sets stands apart a bit in that we've actually started selling even some Cumberland uh, poultry feeding and turkey. Well, really specifically turkey feeding this past year as well. Um, actually, we've we had a barn where we supplied the Ziggity watering and the and the Cumberland uh, turkey pans in a turkey finisher. Um, so that's kind of a unique one. And then for me, even uh, it's been a few years now, but uh, the more we do the more we do of uh, zeal fans it's become a, a bigger part of our uh fan motor line with with chimney fans uh both in a replacement and and new markets they have probably one of the best dc controlled fan motors for for chimney fans that's out there so it's been a really good addition and i actually i guess you started putting that in this year as well in in your first barn didn't you kevin yeah, I still use majority EMI, um, but yeah, we found some some uses for the the Zeal as well. And again, that's one of those where you know, even if people ask me flat out which one's better, I'm going to go. I'm not picking a favorite so much as I'm telling you they're both quality. They're both similarly priced. Um, we stock EMI here in Canada, um, and and certainly have the easy access to the to the Zeal stuff as well. It's it's the same thing as the. The flooring, as you say, you know, Mick flooring, or realistically, we still do Fairwicks flooring. It depends on the project and, and the customer. More than one product line of the same type of product isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? Uh, it gives guys options 
depending on what their desire or what they previously had, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, we can certainly make sure that we we work with whatever they've got already or, or what their desire is. There, there's there's certain things we do where, where we're fairly specific. The higher the support level requirements, the less likely we'll have five mm-hmm. different options um, simply right. because it's, it's, it's impractical and it's, and, and there, we will pick favorites because we do know what works and what doesn't. And, and typically um, it's, there is going to be a definite advantage to a certain line. So we work with uh, NEDAP electronic cell feeding for a very good reason. The equipment just simply is unparalleled. Um, the, the yeah, there there isn't range. another option that's going to keep up with it. We 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 can't say it's this one or this one, and they're equal on on that type of a product. There is other stuff that you go, okay, these are equal enough that it depends on your desire or application, yeah. right? So, but a lot of the other ones, yeah, they're they're so specific, they have to be. Hey, what is what is the best option, and and make sure it works. Sure. So you and you've and. You've kind of picked up a fairly broad range of chore time products as well, haven't you? Well, the reality is I can get anything out of the chore time catalog. Um, I don't know how much realistically we will end up marketing or, or providing. Um, I don't think our our area in general has any desire or need for, for chore time fans, for example. Uh, however, if they're out there and you need parts yeah of course we can get that but i don't think anybody be looking to chore time necessarily for a a new controller or fan or anything along those lines they're auger sure um that's one of the main focuses uh they have a chain disc system but we've already got a a a good chain disc system that we're we're happy with that we import again not to say we wouldn't use but it's on on those type of products, I, I, I hate to say it, but they almost become commodities where, depending on exchange rates in the day, we're looking more at the dollar than we are at the actual product, right? Um, there's a lot of good changes. There's different types of augers. There's whatever where we know any one of them can work if they're installed properly, not over spec. So I don't have to get too lost on, on, on a specific brand so much as making sure and providing quality for a good price. Sure. And, and, and then of course that, support, right? Yeah. Gotta, gotta have the parts on the shelf and I gotta have the guys who understand if I can't just sell something and go, well, good luck. I don't know if it breaks, if you're going to get anything from me, right? I have to manage my inventory appropriately as well. And back today, you'd mentioned even the fans, it's there, there's been a real, aggressive competition in the market in the last five years. Um, I don't know if Munters with their Munters drive was the very first one out there, but they certainly were one of the first ones that were successful with broad range marketing on a, um, uh, a fan that actually has a direct drive on a, on a 50 inch plus fan uh, with a, essentially what right. was a VFD mount, mounted on board right with the fan um, to allow for the torque needed to to run these fans um, but w- whether it's chore time or AP or um, uh, Munters or, or there's other options out there as well um, and then there's mm-hmm. some other guys like VES that are, are, are starting to um, offer or work with a, a completely new type of motor technology called switch reluctance motors that'll I think they're even looking at going up into the 70 plus inch range um, 
and I, and I know that the other ones will get there eventually as well. There's been a, a significant competition. It's been good for us. They're, they're, they're great fans in general, um, as long as they're well built. So it's not to say that short time um, isn't going to be an option. Um, it's just not one probably that has been front, uh, front of mind currently for most people out there. Yeah, I know they uh, they did a product announcement or, or contacted me about some of their, it's not a brand new product, but some of their larger fans that they've been using quite a bit in dairies uh, farther down south and, and whatever. So they're, they definitely have options and they present them. And that's the thing, again, about always keeping your eyes and your mind open to uh, new options, right? Not necessarily what we've always carried is not always going to be what we carry in some of these product lines simply because certain companies do make advancements you have to move with that at the same time I don't just throw something away because it's good but a new guy did the same well that's not going to happen right um, we have to see advancements and I don't mind it's same for us if it, a little bit of healthy competition keeps uh, keeps the fire lit right keeps it pushing forward to make sure you are doing the best for whatever situation you're in you know, one one of these things with this, um, uh, excuse me for a sec. <clears throat> one of these things that uh, that I really do miss. I know this year is screwed up. We're talking about new products. This is the year. This is the actual pretty much close to the time frame where we normally would go and mm-hmm. look for new products in the market. With the Euro tier, typically happens all, every other year um, on the even years in Hanover, Germany. Well. That's obviously not happening. I think they've pushed it back till what was Kay saying? It was um, February. I, well, I think they had they had pushed it back to February, but just seeing, I don't know if you've talked to any of the guys from Europe lately, but they're they're heading down the same path as as Canada here, where restrictions are being reimposed and whatever. So I don't. <laughs> The reality is I don't expect Europe to happen this year, no. Um, yeah, or this season at all. Unfortunate. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it's it's one of the opportunities for, for guys like us to take the time to actually get out there, um, find a room where all the manufacturers and even the new guys, are, they're all in one spot. So you can find a lot of information in a short time frame for what's available or where the markets are going or what products are available and we will miss out on that this year uh but hey we'll we'll find a way around it at the same time i think some of that effect has already started happening when you just go back to that list we were just talking about there even the manufacturers are finding different ways to find guys like us i guess to go hey are you aware that we have this or are you interested in this uh we're all finding our way through yeah so you mentioned the, uh, the ProSort name. Have you had quite a bit of activity? It's, it's, that's probably one of the most, uh, the the newest one, I should say. Well, there's, well, it's it's newest for us. Not certainly not the newest product. Sure. Um, it's been out there for years, and yeah, there's there's a lot of guys out there that have the ProSort uh, scales. They obviously need service parts and and support and yeah as the message gets out there we've been contacted and and been providing what they need to to keep these things functional um they're they're not obsoleted by any means it's just uh without going into the details because everybody would know the situation but when when one guy drops the ball um in this situation thankfully somebody else was around to pick it up right 
and that somebody happened to be us that we'll make sure that these guys that were sold a, a product are not left hanging. Yeah, and that's uh, just become a bit of a symbiotic uh, relationship given that we've uh, done so much work with Grand River um, over the last year. It just It's a good fit no matter what. Um, so... Yeah, and you can you can imagine. I have no idea how many hundreds or thousands they have out there. You can't just suddenly say they don't exist anymore. You can't get parts. It's not going to happen. Uh, so we're just one of those pieces that will allow this to make sure people don't suffer because of somebody else's decisions. So where do you see? Uh, like uh, we, we've got run through a list of all these uh, different lines of equipment or just the different brands even that uh, we've added to our offerings um what's what's your next what, what are you looking for next or where do you even have a whole hopefully there's no supplier i, that listens I to can this. tell you but then i'd have to kill you right <laughs> isn't that the standard answer <laughs> where is the hole what hole are you trying to fill you up in canada that you're hearing about uh you know what there is no big hole um we've got a fairly full and, and, and always have had a fairly full product line. Our our biggest thing is to make sure we've got those pulled together and, and inventoried supported in a way that, that makes sense for our customer base as well. It's one thing to say you're a dealer for something, but if every time customer calls you and says, okay, you're a dealer for this, um, can you get it? Sure. And you tell them to wait four weeks because you got to order it in. It doesn't do people a lot of favors, right? So we have to, our whole at this point would be to, to ensure we're, we're managing our inventory. I've got over 16,000 square feet here. I got room. Uh, I just have to stay organized. I can put stuff on the shelf, but it's a matter of making sure we have what the industry needs when they need it. And do we need to, do we need product wise? Product wise. I'm not building any more space for me alone. I've built enough over the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And, and sadly, yeah, sadly, I have to admit there, there's probably a truck and a half worth of equipment sitting outside right now that, yeah, uh, be it planking or, or other stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be inside. It's ready to go for a job. And lo and behold, it's easier to store outside right now and clear snow off if it gets to that because we still need to be able to move around inside. So we've, we've got a fair and large inventory, but I, that's, yeah, it's always going to be, you, you have to have stuff available here for guys. Yeah. As far as filling a, a major hole, um, one of the ones I was really looking at is just been filled here with the, the lighting option. I know that's, that's something we've discussed in the past. It's certainly, I'm sure come up, it comes up for me pretty regularly with any of our customers going, we need a, a decent light, right? And uh, we've got one now, so it's uh, the first order's on the way. We'll be rolling out some samples in a weeks, as I say, to, to make sure people are aware of what's available. Uh, but other than that, there's nothing major that I'm looking for right now other than always keeping, as I say, keep your eyes and ears open for advancements. We weren't... We weren't looking for some of the stuff that came our way either, right? It's just being ready to move on it or look deeper into it when you go, okay, that looks like a great concept. What can we do with it? <clears throat> I, I myself don't think I've got, well, nothing in terms of major holes, like you say, to fill. The one thing I'm keeping my eyes on is that switch reluctance motor that VES is starting to promote. Um Completely yep. different technology, uh, and, I, and I'll be honest, I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently about it. It's pretty much a common theme in my life, but um, 
I speak nonetheless. It's just one of those, yeah, I would like to know more about it. It looks pretty cool. looks like it could be something really that, that it's one of those, it could be a game changer as far as fan motors go, but I don't know right. enough yet to say. That's what I say where it's not necessarily a whole where look, I've got, I've got good fan options right now, but I'm always keeping my eyes open for not assuming this is going to stay static and nothing's ever going to change your, you know, keep your ear to the ground and, and, and make sure you're aware of what's, what new is coming and what, is, what can make it better. You can be happy with what you've got, but that doesn't mean it can't get better too. Always got to look so not, for it. Not, not trying to fill holes in, in that way, but always, yeah, looking. Yeah, and then make sure you don't get left to, behind. It's really quite something to look back. I was, and and of course, most people have seen that, or hopefully they've seen that um, video from uh, Joe at Millbrook about him uh, bragging about his uh, love of his new fusion controls. Um, we've since we took that video. He, we've since put the second one in, and I was just talking to him a couple of days ago. He says, "If I had to do it, uh, even now, he says I no question I'd do it all over again." He says the the crazy part is this is one of the few controls I've ever seen where we're set up for 10 years from now because it can always be upgraded modularly instead of having to take the whole thing off the wall and change it. And, and he said, that is, that's huge. And, and more and more of our product lines are going to that. Um, Even you look at something like meetups doing, they, they're always looking to the future and, and in the back room of their R&D department, they are five years ahead of what we are even aware of now. They just don't tell you till they're ready, right? Uh, so it could sometimes feel frustrating because you're not in the loop, but I guess you and I really shouldn't be. Is that your, is that your <laughs> shot at me that, hoping somebody hears that or listens to it? <laughs> ah, they're well aware of my position on that. <laughs> it's, it, you, you see stuff come out of them, and you're always, as I say, as a general thought process, seeing where they're going, they, they did a bit of an ad campaign on them uh, on their own uh, a couple of years back, you know, making systems future proof. And they're right. They are working on and, and have for a long time been working on making sure that your existing stuff doesn't get obsoleted because new concepts come out. You don't have to replace hardware. You can either add to it or use the new software and everything you've got still works. But now you can add, 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 add right without getting rid of the old or, or, or even replacing so, so many and, uh, and set a whole system right so much of this is is you know uh, you know the, the the green printed circuit board type of control where very specific and if something new comes out it's a whole new control you are physically taking a box off the wall putting a new one on to, to get any kind of an upgrade uh, it's just a whole different concept and I'm, I'm loving it. There is a lot of that stuff, be it the Fusion, the Neat app, there's other guys that you, you don't lose everything you had to try to get the new, right? And and that's, that's key because the world is moving fast and who wants to put something on the wall, love it, and then two years go, boy, I wish I would have waited because now that's out, Yeah, right? We've, we've all had that experience with our phones. We don't need that in our barns. And that, well, that's just the, the example I was going to bring up. Everybody wants a new phone. Uh, the, two years is too long to get a new phone. Everybody wants, by, by the time two years rolls <laughs> yeah. around, you feel like you're, you're the poor kid because you can't, you don't have the newest phone. It's 
stupid, but it's reality. Yeah. I still, um, I still love you. you. You know, I'm a, I'm an iPhone guy, and I'm not going to say they're the greatest. And you don't have to tell me they're not. The, <laughs> the simple reality is, I'm, I'm the typical got lazy that I've been with iPhone long enough, and they've made it so easy to go to the new phone that I wouldn't want to have to set up a new one. But either way, a while back got got the iPhone 11. Yeah, of course they roll up the iPhone 12 now, which. It doesn't excite me. I'm not sitting here going, oh, i got to get the 12. But I know darn well the next time it'll be the 12 or whatever is out at that point. Of course, you get the latest greatest because you know <laughs> within months you're going to be old technology, which which still makes me laugh when I see some of these guys. And it also makes sense. I see guys still using like an iPhone 4 or 5. And, and they go, really? And they go, you know what? The thing is great. It still works as a phone and I've just never taken any of the software updates which means it works like the day I bought it yeah that's fair (laughs) you don't need all the new toys and bells and whistles it still works but uh, yeah they they are stuck at what they're at till they get new hardware right but you're you're right going back to even and I want to just bring up the controls it's it uh, because I was talking to a few guys about it this week interestingly enough that the conversation came up with Joe at Millbrook and, and somebody else I can't remember I think it was farther north in one of the colonies and um, talking about how quickly it's changed you know uh, and and we don't need to bring up name brands specifically but there was uh, there was um, one green and black line of controls that that was the all the rage probably not even six years ago that everybody that's what you bought and nowadays they're well they were a great control i suppose for 2013 and then they got replaced by uh, by a line that we never have carried and that was a great control for 2017 um but we're not in 2017 anymore either now we've really hit this modular um phase where i think uh, honestly i do believe uh, fusion is and, and I'm, I'm not alone in this there's a lot of guys out there fusion is the wave um uh, of the future but the difference is i really do believe that they're setting themselves up to not lose it in three to five years like like a lot of others do uh, yeah they haven't come up with a specific this is what it is it's locked in and course we'll make a few adaptations and interface with new devices that's not the goal it's whatever comes across let's keep moving with it and yeah the modular thing allows it right it's uh in a lot of ways for guys who are familiar like it's it's plc type of thing where you have inputs and outputs but it's not a plc in that way they can do anything with them like a PLC, but the way they're, they're actually working with them. Uh, you and I have worked with a lot of different PLC brands over the years. Even they are not anywhere close to that type of true plug and play type of technology. No, no. Although some of their software with the scripting is, is kind of taking it into that world. It's, um, it's still, yeah, well, it's using the, the literal, the, the logic from that, Right and saying, "Hey, I want to be able to uh, do what I need to do." Well, yeah. Without if this happens, having to write this. a custom program, well, yeah. good. You you put it you put it in your own barn, saying, "If this condition, that condition, then make this happen." Right. So yeah, we had a quick break there. Apologies. Life happens. Kids walk into the office, dogs start barking, that sort of stuff. And nobody sets themselves up in a sound studio. So we're going to, we took a break. We're back. 
and I had started to ask Kevin about a question. Uh, don't know how cleanly we're going to be able to cut this, but it was a bit of a question that uh, what, where do you see? I mean, uh, like, where's the future, Kevin? This is kind of a, a, I, they're frustrating questions for me when somebody says, well, where's the future? Well, who knows what kind of technology we're not, we're not guys who start, uh, invent all kinds of new technology. So we don't know what's going to be available, but where do you see things going? What do you want to see? Like, let's, let's go out 24 months. What are you thinking? Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff that you and I would have no clue about. And honestly, even the guys designing it, some of them wouldn't have a clue what they're going to be inventing in two years. Right. But, uh, based on real life, situations, conversations, and, well, one of the things you're aware of, even, like, you think of a need app, where one of the questions we get asked is, on a regular basis, and I'm sure you do as well, is you put these sows in a large group, I want to go find an animal, how do I find her, right? Um, we know, and everybody who is running one of these larger pen barns can then testify to, it's really not as big of a challenge as you think. But, of course, we need to keep moving forward, and can we solve this problem? Now, I know they've already rolled out where we have handhelds with uh, with haptic feedback that basically you can program in certain animal or a group of animals, and then you go wave the wand, and when you get close to her, it vibrates in your hand and tells you you found her. So you can pretty much send anybody out and go, you'll find her, don't worry, right? That's already a reality. But I think the the next thing that, it's going to excite me anyway, and probably a lot of guys in the in the barns is when they actually uh, they've already got it in the cows, right? The, the the CPS, the cow positioning system, where they can triangulate with the antennas and the anklets that the cow has on, they can tell you exactly where she is, following it just like a GPS. Um, do they actually? So call the algorithms have been written. I don't know if they do. I do. Because I'm waiting well, for the, the PTS, right? Well, you've known... <laughs> the the pig positioning system. You, you can't say CPS because we have, we've used that term for years, and I'm, I'm completely going off track here, but you, you, you know what CPS stands for, or don't you? There, there's a SIP panel or something down there. No, that, that oh, building that's okay. That, yes, we use that. There's a company that makes SIP panels at Claremont Colony. No, CPS has been for years the Colony Postal Service, and everybody who interacts with Colony. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I, I've, I've been a driver for that. I should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're both the depot and the courier for CPS. We, we pick yeah, up exactly. and, and hold stuff for, for colonies, to, or for other colonies yeah. to pick up. Um, so yes, the CPS doesn't work. I was just wondering if they actually use that or not. No, I, I don't know that they actually do. But uh, so are we actually? No, either way, we've, uh, we, 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 well, without without telling too much that I shouldn't, um, we've actually in house, and there's been some discussions with other companies and with Meetup, and we're starting to pull shit together where we may have actually come across some technology that will be the route to making all of this, not only that happen, but stuff that we cannot even imagine quite yet. Um, but let me just say that if you could plant one device in the middle of your barn and project a signal out that does have wall penetration and, and can go long distance now you can't do it with one normally 
because you need to truly triangulate. But since they have distance reading to it, you put in three and lo and behold, you have the ability to triangulate and communicate with these devices. Now, it was designed for something completely different, but if you think outside the box just a little bit, um, we're not that much different other than we have live equipment rather than stationary equipment, i.e. the pigs. Now, if you can attach a device to them, that feeds back body temperature and location. Think of what kind of data information that could be at the palm of your hand. Really? Literally. <laughs> looking at this thing and going, I've seen her, you know, it's, again, it's called in heat for a reason. Their body temperature does change. But we've already got a great heat detector. But now not only is are we using nature, but we're using health monitoring. We, we can do all kinds of stuff then with a few running a fairly inexpensive devices. Yeah. And yep. this so is... it's it's not here yet, but but just just imagine setting free that type of positioning technology that will communicate with micronized electronics, and that's been the holdup for for getting it available on the pig side. If you actually open that doorway up to go, okay, now it can be that the the micronized electronics are available. We don't need the big battery. We don't need the whatever. It's a different type of communication um, and broadcasting. You know, uh, to simplify it, it's it's rather than the rather than the tag having to have such a, the ability to send out a signal so far. It's actually the other device that's able to send its signal so far, go looking for things. Uh, it's it's just a different way of looking at the same problem, and all of a sudden, it's a solvable problem, right? Huh. You know, this uh, I, I'm I'm sitting here just getting kind of excited about it. I, I haven't even heard about this, so it's got to be relatively new to you because. I haven't. Well, I've been, as I said, without without saying more than I should, because it's been in development here for a few months. But till you know you where you're at, you don't say too much. But again, that's that's a teaser. I'm not saying this is available next month. I'm saying we've we've started to find different types of technology from outside the industry that can be useful. Is this, is this something um, Dwayne is? And on found? this one, I'll even even this one, I'll, I'll I'll take just a little bit of credit that that I said. Boy, if only we could have, and then you can imagine who was set free to find it. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, never. <laughs> um, well, there's, yeah, two, it's, it's, there's two options. Very... You're either sitting in a hot tub drinking beer, talking to somebody who said, oh, by the way, or you were talking to Dwayne. No, this happened before the hot tub showed up. So it oh. was, uh, no, it was, it was that we had been discussing how could we make this stuff happen, and, and, Everybody that I had talked to had said it wasn't quite yet possible. Not that it was impossible. It wasn't quite yet possible because of this, 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 this. And I just said, well, what if we approached it this way? And that, it, it, again, it's always one voice in the room. It's not always fine, obviously, but there's always going to be one voice in the room that says, what if we looked at it this way? And, and again, that's the difference of rather than having a device that can send out a signal far enough to an antenna, how about the antenna sends a signal out far enough to the device? It sounds stupid, and that's as far as my engineering goes. <laughs> but that can change the whole conversation. Right? And then you just got to put uh, enough and in then, to triangulate uh, every part of the room. Yep. Yeah, if you can distance range from these devices, um, you just basically have to map out where they are so, once, and it now knows if, if you're 
this distance from that one, that one, and that one, there's only one place those three lines intersect, right? That's and, that's the whole definition of triangulation. Yeah, okay. I just, um, I just, I so, got a, que- a just a question, just trying to m- map this out in my mind. Does does everything need to be within the triangle, or can it be outside of the triangle that those three would create? Start start drawing lines from three random spots. No, and they'll and then intersect. see where they intersect. Yeah. They, they will. They will only intersect once. Yep. And even even if they're outside the actual uh, triangle yep. perimeter, yes, that that's true. Yep. So triangulation yep. doesn't necessarily mean yeah. Okay, gotcha. Is it, sorry, maybe doesn't that's the effect. Does it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it, it it doesn't have to be within the shape of a triangle. Um, it's just that yeah. Once those angles start, they yeah. I'm cool. going to get too deep into it. And, and annoy people because <laughs> this stuff, I love well, it. No, I sit, no, I sit no. and I draw it out, and I, I think about it sitting in the hot tub. Yes, I think about it and go, well, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And uh, yeah, it was productive twenty minutes in the morning. <laughs> I, uh, I get to relax, and my mind, my mind, my mind wanders. I, I'm just kind of excited. It's not just positioning. It's not just temperature. I mean, you know how I how I view things, and I love working on the animal side. And I believe we we got fairly deep into animal well, now, behavior. Now you got behavior stuff. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Yeah. Is that the stuff that we could learn from the behavior of these animals, even the movement, the daily? I mean, you start. Uh, well, the stuff that I want to know. Speed of movement. Easy speed of movement but i mean the amount of data that i'd want would require such a massive amount of memory that we're going to have to start a uh, server farm just to keep up with this yeah the the amount of data you want sounds simple but then to actually project it or present it in a way is going to be a whole nother level yes uh where you'll like say as if you it's a simple concept to go if you knew all that well of course now you can monitor each animal and where when how long they typically spend each day when they're walking how fast they normally walk and then lo and behold you go you know what that animal's moving way slower today flag her as a health alert maybe she injured her foot right it's it's a wonderful tool but it's a whole pile of data to give you one simple I mean, response i'm guessing uh, i'm guessing just roughly the amount of data that one animal would cr- create per day would be over a gigabyte so i mean you can just that yeah, math just exponentially uh, grows we're we're talking cloud server and supercomputers for a while running these algorithms for sure that uh that's why it's data collections one thing and a lot of a lot of companies or, or products say, oh we collect data great what do you do with it after that's yeah. that's the key so, right so, being so able here, to analyze it being able to present it so here's a question for you uh, what uh, do you uh, I'm hoping you don't know the answer because it'd be irritating if you did what's the uh, next thing above a terabit if we're starting to talk about uh, server farms and what's the next unit of measurement of data uh, or um, storage above a terabit above a terabyte yeah uh, wow! There was a time I did know that, but I'm yeah. gonna have to say I'm drawing a blank. I, I cheated. I had my phone out here while I was while you were talking. I looked it up quickly. It's a petabyte. P E T A. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't act like you knew no, that. I don't believe it for a second. Which, yeah. <laughs> if, if if I had thrown that out too quick, yeah, I'd, I'd probably disappoint myself. Really, uh, I shouldn't know all that stuff. <laughs> Your son probably does. 
<laughs> has your son fixed the speed? A completely separate issue. Has your son fixed that, that one tile issue in the school? The one what, sorry? The tile that didn't match. Oh, <laughs> This this might explain a bit about Kevin for anybody. I don't know, Kev, do you want to explain the story about what Colby came home with? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, it's the, it's got to be genetic. But after, it's funny because as soon as he did it, I knew what was going on, but I was also proud and disappointed at a, in the same time. It took him a month of being in school to realize he could take a picture of this thing to with his phone to show me. So that kind of was disappointing. Yet I remember being walking around asking anybody if they had a stopwatch and we were all carrying smartphones. But uh, anyway, what he had taken a picture of is he showed it to me and I just went, tell me that's not where you can see it. And he went, it's right beside my desk. And I went, you poor bugger. And what the picture was is a picture of the floor. And every tile is exactly the same size, color, design, except one, which is glaringly whiter and a different design. And it is apparently the only tile, not only in that room, but the only one he has ever seen in that school that is different than any of the others. <laughs> and his OCD, <laughs> yeah, his OCD kicks into the point where he's going, I'm having a hard time focusing because... Not only does it catch my eye, but I'm sitting there wondering why did someone not just replace it with the same thing? And he's running through a million scenarios in his head on why this would ever happen, because it should not. He should just replace it the right tile the first time. <laughs> and it's right beside his desk, the poor kid. Oh, yeah. Couldn't couldn't be per more perfect that, that he has to deal with that on a, on a daily basis. As he found out, um, did he ask? I told you to say, tell him he should personalize it with some tape or something. Uh, just No, no. He's, he's certainly not brave enough to to approach the teacher. I told him, just uh, go to the principal, go to whatever. I says, I'll back you up. I'll pay for the new tile. Let's get this fixed. He's like, nah, I got to let it go. And I'm like, yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah. We both know, know full well he'll never let, let that go. 20 years, 30 nope. years from now, he will be telling people this story about the tile in school. He, he will... Yeah, when they're talking about all the challenges they had going to school in 2020 during COVID and all the stuff, and he'll go, yeah, well, I did all that, plus <laughs> I had this tile. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and yeah, it, it makes me laugh because I can see so much of myself in there, which I suppose is a good thing, but it's also, a, oh, man, you got a long road ahead, buddy. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do but go through it. No, find a, yeah, I'd love to say the find a way to control it, but it isn't. You channel it. It's not control it. You channel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got off equipment there uh, for some reason. That's uh, but that's fine. I suppose we were starting to run in or starting to get uh, uh, bored with that subject anyway. I guess unless there was something you wanted to circle back with uh, on that uh, equipment wise. Not really. Um, and well, then let's say we. I'll change this. It's stuff, exciting yeah. that all all the stuff all the stuff we had slash what we know is coming. That's it's both exciting to me. I'll change the subject. You got any fun hobbies other than your hot tub in the morning? You know, did you ask that on purpose? Because people have been asking me that lately. Do you have a hobby? That's maybe a better question. <laughs> no, well, that's that's the whole thing. Is you know, I have to look at it and and, and admit to people, I'm just not 
normal because I even said to my wife the other day, I just come in and I'm just happy. She goes, what's going on? I says, that just occurred to me. I'm just never happier than when I'm working. I don't snowmobile. I don't have a quad. I don't have a boat. I don't... I don't have a cabin. I don't like. I don't hunt. I don't fish. I don't. And, and people go, well, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I work. I, I, I work." And when I say I work, you got to understand. I guess the hobby I would have is is landscaping or building around the yard. So if I'm not actually physically working in the shop or, or at my actual paying job, I'm immediately transitioning to working in the yard. Right? Physical labor, mind challenging, body challenging stuff. I love it. People want to go out the weekend and do whatever. I'm like, no, I, I want to stay at home. I want to work on something. <laughs> That's what makes me happy. Um, and, and I guess I can afford because I don't have all those other things that I just listed. So I just find it funny that you asked if I have a hobby because I've been asked that a fair bit lately. And I'm like, uh, no, my hobby is being at home and well, you do have here. a hobby. It just doesn't meet everybody else's definition. Yeah, I, I get like, oh, you're you're definitely not a, a manly man. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I don't hunt, I don't fish, I don't I don't feel the need to go hide off in a cabin and run for my wife and family. I guess is another way to look at it. So. Oh no, you just anyway. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, just gonna well, I don't, how else do you put it? I don't know. I, I love being here. <laughs> so. I was just actually this morning, uh, we've talked about it in the past. We actually, well, we actually made a decision in one of our management meetings. Yeah, we're, we're okay with this, but I started wiring in that, uh, that coffee roaster that I uh, said I was going to buy to start. Uh, oh yeah. That's, that's your new hobby. Yeah. Well, apparently I have, uh, unlike you, I have a few too many that I just never stick with, but um, uh, yeah, that's uh, my newest one where I, uh, I'm wiring in the sub panel now so I can start roasting coffee and I've got a, a 134 pounds of green Kenyan beans sitting upstairs that I need to get working on. And I was telling Ben, <clears throat> I've, I've got to get this wired up. I, I don't want to go to Hy-Vee and buy some more beans. Uh, I'm, I'm done buying beans uh, when I have my own sitting here. I've got to, you know, roast some. But that'll be one of those. I'm not I'm not uh, prepared to say I'm going to give some away to the first five callers or anything. But uh, maybe I'm hoping by Sunday or Sunday night anyway that I might be roasting my own coffee. And, and then I'll have to ship some up your way for you to try. See how it Sounds turns out. good. Um, we're a bit, we, that's, that's ties into our, uh, Euro tier trips, uh, European trips over the years. That kind of makes you a, a coffee snob after you've been over there. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, the regular old, uh, and I'll probably get kicked out of the country for saying this, but I don't really care for Tim Hortons. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just going to bite my tongue. Well, they came out with the dark roast now. I guess that's not too bad, but otherwise, yeah, no. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they, they they might be at my door taking my citizenship away for saying such a thing. But they won't I let me I back like... in, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get some coffee roasted. We'll uh, get me some up here. I think uh, quite a few of our customers enjoy good coffee as well. Um, so they they know our numbers. They can they can call and ask for a sample. Uh, and we've decided we're going to call it Bold Coffee. Well, it's got to be. We already used the name brand on some of our equipment. It's uh, It's got to be Bold Coffee. We'll have to come up with a promotion for that. Somebody maybe uh, with, uh, next show will uh, we'll give some away to the, to somebody or maybe... Yeah, those, those kind of ideas usually, uh, 
they're they're not beer induced ideas. Those are usually over red wine. Actually, the the good ideas for naming stuff like yeah, that. It doesn't have the same effect talking on the phone, uh, drinking wine. It just it, you, you want to, no. <laughs> you're you're already not no, a manly not quite man. The same. <laughs> <You're> not, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to give people more reasons <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. critique me. <laughs> you got a nice glass of Chardonnay in front of me. Oh yeah. No, that, that, then, then we'll have to get Case on. Well, Case can't drink wine anymore, but uh, not, not anymore, unfortunately. But got me thinking. One of these days, and and you can you know tell me afterwards that I was uh, it was a dumb idea, but um, it was uh, because we just worked on the Millbrook project here, remodeling and and changing out their controls. I, I don't know how much of a if I've put that out there, how much of a deal we made it at, but Millbrook. Uh, Turkey Barns was the first big project that New Standard ever did uh, in 2006. It was when we started. They, they mm-hmm. basically came to us and said, we're, "There's nowhere else we're going but with where wherever you are." So they worked with us, and to this day, we appreciate that. The fact that they come back, uh, what is it now? I guess. 13, 14 years later and say, well, we need to upgrade our controls. What can you do for us? Speaks volumes. Um, but if you recall, uh, your other brother, Brian. Oh, oh I'll never, I'll never forget that. No, I'll never forget no, that job. No. And I have my own reasons for that. Well, yeah, you were on crutches because of your gout, but um, yeah. uh, if you recall, Brian was down there helping us as well. The other brother, um, is yeah. one of the few things he actually ever uh, did with us. He worked with us on that project, helping us wire it. One of these days, you'll have to get him sitting down and, and then have a conversation about that time frame or something. Yeah, and he's the one who uh, fell asleep for a while in the truck on the way down, missed the cor- corner, and for the whole week could not as good get his directions right, which uh, for anybody who grew up on a farm and always had to reference directions, you understand how frustrating that is to not be able to get your bearings on what's north, south, east, or west. <laughs> Bugged him all week. <laughs> well, actually, we were, we spent the weekend, I think we were down there a week and a half to two weeks, weren't we? Oh, boy, I don't, I don't remember. That's, I mean... That, that, I know I over-weekended uh, there. We, we had to start and finish and, and driving back didn't make any kind of sense. We just kept on working each day. Yeah, yeah if I recall, till, till we, we, kind of were, we were, well, that would have put us in, in right in our 30-year range in that time frame. I'm giving away secrets now, perhaps. But, um, yeah, we were all in that either late 20s, early 30s, whatever it was. So we were still willing to act stupid like brothers tend to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had young kids at home and uh, wife, and I told them well, I'll be be back when I'm back. Uh, not sure I'd want to repeat that too often anymore. But <laughs> not you if do you what, wife you and do kids what you at do. Right? <laughs> no, no, it uh, made it work. Well, yeah. But uh, and, and it all turns out good. But funny, yeah, life goes on, and it's like I, I just don't need to do that to myself anymore. There's uh, if you truly have to do that every day, there's got to be a better way to do it. Yeah, well, we've actually, I mean, again, rounding right back to where we started with appreciating our customers, we've, we've done really well, but we've, we've been super blessed with what we can do with, with, with the projects we've had with the people we've got to work with. Uh, some of them, you know, no longer with, uh, with us, and then some moved on to different positions, but it's been, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun so far. And you look back and it's been, it's been a lot to be honest, not just a lot of fun. It's been a lot, um, that I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. And then dealing with the son of the guy you dealt with, uh, the first time around, 
just makes you feel old, but also appreciated going, okay, now this is uh, generational that they appreciate what we do enough that they're still dealing with us. Yeah, it is. It is rewarding in that regard. It's, uh, and, and, you know, just for for everybody out there uh, listening to this, you should go back and look. I, I suppose you, Kevin, just gave us a, a bunch of the old and the new. We put out this video about this um, harvest parade and a bunch of the new technology. But we also have guys who have different hobbies. And Dwayne is one of those that, what is that, the plow day or what? They had all these two banger John Deere's and different things. I have. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, they had, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, we'll, I don't know if it has been rolled out or whatever, but check, check that out. It'll be out there that, yeah, there's the, there's the contrast of the old and the new. We're at the end of the day, I guess, Dwayne included and definitely you and I, we're all actually just simple old farm boys. Uh, wherever else all life has brought us to, it goes back down to those roots that as if you wouldn't be happy for a day just planting yourself on a tractor and be it plowing or, or mo, uh, hay and baling, combining, whatever, right? Uh, a day on, on the field, a day working with the cattle would oh, still cattle, bring you a lot of joy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah, right. You, were more, you were more the, the cattle thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, I mean, I don't mind being out on a tractor baling hay, but uh, um, my mind... I'll tell you, my, my OCD was, was never, never better serviced than... Uh, than cutting hay. I know because uh, the, by the time the you made the first round, you knew how long it would take you to finish the field. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had exactly timed each round and I had done the math on how big a field was and how big the cutter was. And each round should therefore get this much quicker and made sure I finished each field exactly square with the final one clean swath. It, 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 my OCD was just wonderfully serviced in, in those days <laughs> of being able to do that. Yeah. And not for the nostalgia. We should, uh, I got to get running here anyway for uh, for other work. We got to wrap up. Um, so we'll probably wrap this one for today. And uh, I'm sure we'll come up with other things to talk about. But uh, hey. Sounds good. Um, yeah. On, on, on that note, we'll, we'll reiterate that uh, for any of you that are listening and, and have topics or subjects you'd, you'd like to hear us cover, please send them out to us. Um, we'll do what we can. That sounds like a good place to wrap it up. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Have a good one. See ya.